Hello, hello. Today, in today's episode, I want to share a very important part of my journey. And I'm so excited because I've been thinking about this phase of my in my life, this journey for a while. And I'm like, yeah, let's talk about it. By the way, I have so many different phases in my life. And one day I think I want to do a breakdown because I'm sure there might be phases that will resonate with you. This time though, we're talking 2018, 2019. This was back when I first started working my first corporate job and I was honestly a huge mess. My life was extremely chaotic at this point in time. And I want to share this journey of how I flipped my life around, especially after embodying my six figure self. So if you're also in this rut or in this muddy middle to kickstart a new era of you, especially with 2024 coming up here, this episode is going to be just so perfect for you to let go of the past version of you, which, you know, it could be who you are right now in this present moment. And if that's that, sure, that's great. And then I want us to embrace your six-figure self, your highest self for 2024 or even before 2024, like we still got two weeks, it could happen right now in this very moment. So there was a phase when my daily life would start off with, good morning, me rushing to work, I'm catching the bus, I'm rushing, and gosh, uh, okay, I'm literally cringing right now because I right now clearly remember, like I have this flashback, I have a clear memory a moment back in time, if I recall correctly, at least I was late for this work meeting. So I overslept and I wasn't even embarrassed by that. I remember just quickly scrambling into the meeting room and just sitting beside my boss. He was probably like, what the heck? Anyway, like I, I just thought of that. That was an example, but honestly, that didn't happen every day. Okay. <laughs> I was consistently on time with work, but getting there was usually chaotic. That was just a random, like one of my worst you know, one of the worst moments. <laughs> um, but I would essentially go to work from 8.30 and I'd work until 4.30 or 5 p.m. And then after that, I would then go home, okay, after work. And then I would be passing out. I would pass out for maybe one hour on my bed, just taking a nap before finally going downtown into the city to meet up with friends for food, maybe a party club event, or to meet up with a date who I would just connect through the dating app. Yeah, I was on the dating apps back then, even with the chaotic wife. But let me just say, I was very much just not intentional with my time, my energy, my money, the people I was going on dates with, okay? And I would work until I was burnt out for months like this. This was like a cycle. Honestly, I uh, thinking about it sometimes, I'm not upset. Like I'm I'm just like, darn, Nicole, like I... I wish I could go back and do things differently. And I just know I could have really made the most out of it. But at the same time, I just think, you know what? That was what made me who I am because of the turning point, which we're going to get to soon, okay? But yeah, like, I don't know how I went through that. It was not fun. And I would work, but I would have no money. Like, I would have nothing to show for it, all right? The days would just pass on just like that. And I knew that this was not right. I knew that this was not the life I wanted. I was not showing up as my higher self. And I wasn't proud of myself. And at times, I would feel like I was half-assing everything in my life. I could be more put together, professional for work. I could have had more energy in work. Like I could have been so much more focused at work as well. 
I could be showing up as my higher self for my own time after work instead of just constantly going blackout drunk from consuming too much alcohol or going on these meaningless dates. I later dated someone for months who I had no intention of being fully committed with, which, you know, it's like, what? (laughs) That was unfortunate. Unfortunately, that was me. And it was just someone, um, it was just an odd phase. And maybe this happened because, to be honest, for my, for the majority of my life, like the 10 years before that, since a child, I think since I was in sixth grade, I was always so put together and I was just always so organized as a child all the way until I graduated from university. By the time I graduated, by the time I started my first job, that was when things went chaotic. That was the period of time when I thought I could let loose and live a little bit more since I was so uptight for such a long time, right? So it kind of makes sense. Um, But it just wasn't my proudest phase, you know? And you know what? It's totally okay. Do you have a phase like this? Because this is what I'm going to be saying, and I hope you also translate that into your situation. I respect and honor that version of me. You know, she did the best she could given all the resources she had, given all the information she knew. She just graduated all right. She was 21. She was trying to figure life out. And she suddenly just felt so rich. Like she was suddenly having this huge influx of thousands of dollars of cash to splurge on. Of course, she felt like there were so many opportunities in her life being at the age of 21. And that included her dating life. There's so many opportunities to meet different people. She was trying to enjoy the most out of it, all right? So let's give her grace. She really tried and she was an amazing queen. I had to go through that phase, you know, in order for me to step into my higher self. Same goes for you. So if you're critiquing yourself for all the mistakes you've done, if you're guilt tripping yourself, then please stop. Because by doing that, not only are you doing yourself a disservice, but everyone else a disservice. The sooner you can let that go and finally just tap into your beautiful, loving, higher self, the sooner you can radiate your unique radiance to everyone and truly be of service to people. Anyway, after so many months of living each day wondering, what the hell am I really doing? That version of me, she finally felt it. One day I felt it in my body. I was dating someone I couldn't see a future with blowing my hard-earned money on things just to impress other people, working a job I couldn't see as fulfilling. I was sick and tired of the lifestyle I was living. There were no true purpose and intentionality behind it. I was on autopilot through my life. That was when I stepped into my six-figure self. I ended the relationship. I started taking care of myself. I started investing. I got intentional with my money. I started planning my side hustle. Sometimes it takes having enough of yourself to change. And I always believe that for people to truly change and commit to being a different person, a better person, it either takes hitting rock bottom of just getting so sick of yourself, having so enough of yourself, or it takes witnessing someone else tell their story, their experience, their lessons. And that's when you truly learn from them and you make that intentional decision that I don't want to be like that. Whatever it is for you, all it really takes is that strong decision and the intention backed with purposeful action. Once you make that decision to change, congratulations. The next part is showing up as your six-figure self. 
Now I'm going to ask you a number of prompts. I usually do this in guided meditations of my clients and in my course, but here are um, a couple of guiding question questions for you to think about. How does your six-figure self feel when they wake up? And by six-figure self, I'm referring to a community of six-figure like over a hundred thousand people who are engaged. They're a community who love what you have to share. Okay. That's your social media world. And then by six figures, I also mean it could be your bank account, having a six figure wealth or multiple six figures. How would you show up if you had that wealth behind you? Right. What do they think about? Like, what are the thoughts that run through the mind first thing in the morning when they wake up? What are the little but mighty habits they have? What social media platforms are they on? And what kind of content do they create? How do they show up? How do they show up when it's freaking hard to show up? And what's the inspiring message she, she or he shares if you knew they had an engaged community of over six figures, you know, of people who truly felt loyal to you, or at least they, you know, they respected your presence and your content. What would that inspiring message be? In my six-week group course, Your Six-Figure Self, we start in January 2024, I have different subconscious exercises to help you truly tap into and feel this version of you into your core, inside your body, the freedom, the confidence, the liveliness that lives within you. I want you to activate, reactivate these feelings you may have forgotten within you. It is such a beautiful, powerful feeling. And when you feel this way, it makes showing up and creating your new reality so much more effortless. And I'm going to teach you how to take this visualization and this powerful feeling into practical action with reality as well. We also have a group community aspect of it where we get to celebrate each other and cheer each other on. We get to ask questions, hold each other accountable. It's going to be such a beautiful experience. The link is in the show notes to learn more and to join us. Now, once you gain clarity on who your six-figure self is, it's now all about the practice. So the first step here is to understand what your capacity is and align with that. There is no need to go from zero to 100. There is no need for you to immediately create three different social media platforms all at once or start hitting the gym an hour every single day if you're going from literally zero to 100 with that, right? Or doing just anything huge and outrageous. In fact, that will very much lead you to burnout. Here's what I want to say. Align with your capacity. Start small and then expand from there. So for example, in the very beginning when I was learning about personal finances and investing because I was just blowing money I was just blowing money left and right. I consumed a various like a variety of books, YouTube videos, podcast episodes, workshops. I did a whole bunch of research. But I didn't do it all at once. I started really small from one podcast episode, maybe a 10-minute, 30-minute episode during my morning commute each day. And then maybe I would watch some YouTube videos over the weekend. I would read a book. It wasn't all at once. It was just a little bit at a time. I just took my time to understand, to let the information, the concepts digest in my body, to absorb the information before I slowly started understanding it. And then I started applying it. 
Now with my social media platform, I actually started off without a social media platform, okay? That was my capacity at that time. Like I wasn't ready for something public. Instead, I started off with my capacity of only sharing it with my close friends, all right? I didn't have the capacity to express it with everyone I knew in my circles yet because it just felt like a lot. Didn't feel like I could hold judgments from acquaintances, other people. So I had a Facebook group first and I would hold trainings, free trainings, and I would connect with people who are close to me before I finally created my Instagram. And back then I was talking about investing, which was why I created educational content about it in that Facebook room. And then when I started my Instagram, finally, when I built enough confidence, I had the capacity, I then aligned with my capacity again. I posted one piece of content on Instagram per day or sorry, per week. That was my capacity because I was still working my job and I wasn't really that comfortable yet with Instagram and sharing myself. So I did just that. Moral of the story is to first align with your capacity. All right. The second step I took was I focused on small habits. Your small habits, they compound daily. It's about the consistency, the patience. As I practiced taking the actions of tracking my money, investing my money after every paycheck, going to the gym, consuming educational content, I started to believe, oh my gosh, Nicole, look at you. You are a different person. You're a better person than before, the chaotic version of you. Look, you're becoming a more responsible adult. And here's the proof. Like I've been doing this. I've been going to the gym. I've been investing my money. I've been doing that right? So these little actions signal to your brain, oh, look, I am this kind of person. And that motivates you to continue going. So it's kind of like this cycle where you do the little actions that feeds a thought to your brain where you're like, oh, this is me. And your brain is like, oh, because I'm this responsible person, I'm going to continue doing that. So you see how it becomes this beautiful circle and has this um, domino effect. As James Clears says, every action you take is a vote for the person you want to become. And that goes for the inactions as well. So as the days went on, as I took each action, I just told my brain, yep, Nicole, you're this person. This is your identity. You're no longer the chaotic, messy version you were a month ago, six months ago, right? And as you feel more comfortable with your actions, you start to identify as your six-figure self. The actions itself becomes more effortless. You can do it more. You can up the quantity. You can up the quality too. You start doing things even more precisely. So as an example, I started to truly, truly understand investing. I was able to create my own concepts. I was like, hey, I can teach this in a better way. I can teach it and make it even more easy to understand and make it even more fun. And I started to see my investments grow even more as well. I was like, oh, you know what? I don't agree with this guru. I'm going to invest a slightly different way. So that was how it trickled down. Now, It is so easy to take action when things are sunshine and rainbows. It's so easy to do things when you feel like doing them. But what if you don't feel like doing it? What if it gets really, really hard? What if tough shit happens? What if something was so out of your comfort zone, like you now had to have a difficult conversation with your boss? I mean, I had a very, very difficult one hearing feedback from him when I tried negotiating for a higher bonus that I believe I deserved as an example. Okay. That was very uncomfortable. It wasn't sunshine and rainbows. I also had to advocate for myself in the workplace for 
trying to get reimbursements for a cell for my cell phone calls for work okay but my boss didn't believe I deserved it that was difficult what about scary daunting presentations to the CEO and the VPs of the company who are these predominantly white men apparently with the reputation of being very critical and judgmental during presentations I've gone through each of these situations plus more and heck it truly shook my nervous system, but I came out of them, you know, successfully, super proud of myself. I was able to negotiate for a higher bonus. I stood up to my white male boss. I delivered a super impressive presentation to the C-suite executives and they literally said they were so blown away. They actually gave me two rounds of applauses. Like I was still shook. like what's going on? And I didn't successfully negotiate for my cell phone call reimbursements with one of my bosses, unfortunately. But hey, I'm very, very happy that I did my very best I could do at the time. These tougher scenarios is when they really test you. They test your nervous system. They test your connection with yourself, your ability to still stay grounded and confident in yourself, right? To communicate and stand your ground. This is when even deeper work comes in. This is where we do even deeper subconscious programming, where we work on the deeper trauma and the healing work. This is where we, we learn to use our body and our mind to expand our capacity, to fully show up as our six-figure selves. And this is the uncomfortable work, but it's also the most rewarding work. And I'm super excited to dive into this work with you in my six-figure course, Your Six-Figure Self. Oh my gosh, I, I said that wrong. It's not my six-figure course. It's a group course called Your Six-Figure Self, all right? And I just want to dive into it a little bit more, okay? Through this deep, uncomfortable work. I'm calling it uncomfortable because it's going to go a little beyond the shallow work that everyone talks about with confidence, all right? But through this work, you're going to expand your capacity to truly feel expressed being yourself. Feel free, okay, within yourself, whether it be online, just speaking your truth, standing out vulnerably, authentically, and powerfully being yourself, or offline in the workplace, knowing your worth, holding your boundaries, and speaking up for yourself, having healthy boundaries with your coworkers, with your boss, with your job, okay? There's this beautiful trickle-down effect to all the other areas of your life as well if you do this work, like in a relationship with other people how you feel about the world, how you feel about yourself, the way you talk, the way you walk, the way your body holds yourself. It's magical how it all comes together just from doing this work. This is why I love the work I do. I love, love, love witnessing the inner and the outer transformation. And during the six weeks, we will work on rewriting your past that defined you and how it's shaped you as a person today. We're going to go into deeper beliefs and actually acknowledge them is actually acknowledging these beliefs is so crucial. I know a lot of people, they just brush over it. They're like, hey, let's forget about the past, let's focus on the future. But no, the past teaches us something great and we can make a decision to say, oh, this is the person, like we're going to let go of this. This is the person I don't, I'm no longer resonating with. So this is still important, okay? We're going to heal it before we move on. And then you're going to discover your unique confidence code. We'll be immersing into your abundant six-figure higher self, overcoming fears, judgments, doubts. You're going to learn my abundant and effective social media approach. 
I really freaking love it. It's the mentality and the strategic approach. I'm also freaking, freaking excited for the confidence code. This is the ultimate workbook guide that's going to help you truly feel grounded and confident inside out to your bones, to your core. I'm packing over a decade's worth of work into this and there will be six weekly live group calls with me and a group community channel for us to all connect as well. We are currently selling at early bird price of $297 US until the 18th. Prices go up to $347 on the 19th. Early bird includes access to my workshop replay, how to create content that resonates with your dream clients and community, which is an $88 value and a 60 minute one-on-one -on -one call with me that you can use either before the group program or during the first six weeks of 2024. Wow. I cannot wait to deliver an incredible transformative experience for you. We start the first week of January, 2024. Let's start the year with a bang as your six figure self. The link is going to be in the show notes to join us. That is a wrap for today's episode. Thank you so much for hearing about my journey. I would love to hear what is that journey for you? That transition of the past self to your six figure self. So feel free to just DM me and let me know on Instagram. I'd love, love, love to know. And thank you so much for tuning in. I will catch you on the next episode. Bye.